Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Slasher Supreme. I'm your host Christopher and today I have a special guest in honor of her birthday. It is my mother Tina Smith. Hi everybody. Yes, since every slasher has a mother and since it's her birthday she wanted to do an episode with me so she has picked a movie for us to watch and it is Notting Hill from 1999. Yay! So we'll get into the movie review. Notting Hill from 1999 was directed by Roger Mickle. I think that's how you pronounce his name. It stars Hugh Grant as William Thacker and Julia Roberts as Anna Scott. The plot of the film is that William owns a bookstore. Julia Roberts' character Anna just happens to come in there one day. And from there, they pretty much fall in love. And then this movie follows their relationship as it progresses through some ups and some downs. Some secrets come out that were hidden away by certain characters and this shows how the couple deals with it all together now mom since you do love this film and you're the one that picked it out what do you like about the film and what don't you like about the film well this film has always been one of my favorites um i like the relationship of the characters um i like the relationship of it's kind of that dream, only it's kind of, instead of, like, it being a, a, a male movie star falling for, like, a, a female, it's kind of the opposite roles. So it's a strong female, you know, she's a movie star, she goes into his shop, and they fall in love. Um, I like the relationship of the friend group that um, the William Thacker character has um, with his best friends and his sister, and just the dynamic between all of them and they're following the relationship and it's just always been one of my favorites I think because of the love the love between um, Hugh Grant's friends um, it's like uh, Bella and Max Bella's in a wheelchair the, the way that he you know the character carries her around um, just the love between them it's just for me it's the, a romantic comedy and there's funny parts to it but just the love of the the characters between each other and the group of friends and how they interact with each other and the music. Yeah, I like, like the music in the movie. The music, the one song that plays at the beginning and then kind of yes. closes the film off. Elvis Elvis Costello's "She," which is one of my favorite songs, is uh, plays at the beginning of the movie when it's showing the Anna Scott character is as a movie star. You know when she's exiting the limos. You know as she's walking the red carpet, and that that music plays. So. It's just always been one of my favorites. I just love, I love the love in it. And my least favorite parts, of course, is the Julia Roberts character, as far as she is a movie star, and you know she has this lifestyle where every every move she makes is you know news and in the papers, and that sometimes makes her a little jaded within her relationship with. Um, the character, you know, William. yeah, William Hugh Grant's character in the in the movie. So, you know, she does some things that makes me not like her character, but at the same time, 
It's understandable. I want them to be together. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you on that. The certain they kind of ride her into a corner in certain spots where she really is being kind of bitchy, and yeah. not to sound me, but yeah, she kind of takes it too far in those angles when yes. they do have her kind of. But I think if you look at it, you know, just it, it's a movie, you know, and, and, and um, her character is so much is learning to trust and you have to see it that way too and she's putting herself you know out there as as a movie star you know dating someone and, and having feelings for someone who's not in the business you know and, and and just that trust learning to trust him that he's not going that he's not using her yeah because she does uh, and that's the basis of a lot of relationships yeah. just day-to-day life is you don't want to think someone's using you for something you want to think that they really have feelings for you and it's true and I think she her character you have to understand that she struggles with that because uh, the first time they introduce her uh, to the friend group which is the first time we see them also they play this game because I guess it was a brownie right yeah just there's the there's a there's just this brownie and they play a game where they pretty much it's like a pity game mm-hmm. where one of them tries they're all trying to pretty much win this brownie by saying how horrible their life is and mm-hmm. she you know, takes pretty much. Yeah. She like. Well, what? they weren't even going to give her a turn. Yeah, so they weren't like, going to. Yeah, she life takes. Be, yeah. yeah how can her life be bad? She takes a turn, and she even says that it, you know she's used to people just using her because she's famous, and she can't really trust anybody because the last few boyfriends she has had have pretty much either been mean to her or, or hit her. Or, yeah. Even. So she's yeah. she can't trust anybody because, well, as you said too, everything she does is pretty much new, regardless of how. Or someone using her to get, you know, attention. So she has these trust issues. And I think you learn with that group of friends, too. You know, you see how they interact with each other. And they're all going through their own thing. You know, um, the Max and the Bella characters, they're they're trying to get pregnant. You know, she's had this accident and is in a wheelchair now. You know. Yeah. And um, Honey, his sister, you know, she just works at a record store. William's sister. Right. Yeah, William's you know, sister. sister. Yeah, not. I'm sorry, not Ma- not um, Max's not sister. Max's sister. Yeah, but William's sister. As they're sitting around the table, you know, and then and they don't think that she has any kind of and and it would probably be like all of us would be that way a little Towards, bit probably judgmental uh, of someone that's, yeah famous or rich as we think that they don't have any troubles in the world when in actuality they do they have to worry about people using them they have to worry about people only being friends with them for their fame so i i just think it's you know it's not like an oscar winning movie but i've always just loved it i love the music in it i just love the way the characters they look like they're fun they look like someone you want to you know people you want yeah, to hang out with they're all pretty fun, especially that first the dinner scene and then later on when they're kind of talking to will about um anna again after yeah. this long kind of break they've had where they're pretty much just roasting them almost. And you see how they... I mean, they care first, about... Yeah, how they care about him. And you see at first of how they're like a little bit awestruck. Well, the one friend doesn't even know who she is when they first meet. He doesn't yeah. even realize that she's famous. Um, Bernie. And then... As soon as they do... As soon as, as he soon does. As soon as he does, then he's kind of embarrassed. But how they... At first... And then when she leaves and they're all like hollering behind the door because she was... They were just had dinner with Anna Scott. And then... But later on, the, you know, they see her as a person and her... As someone who has feelings for their And they friend. don't even notice that she's famous yeah. anymore, almost. Yeah. But, how do you like, uh, we didn't talk about Spike, his roommate, or his <laughs> flatmate. How do you, because that's another character that kind of joins his little circle of friends later yes. on. How do you feel about Spike? I know. He's crazy. I like the Spike character. He adds a little, a little bit of craziness to it. 
you know? Yeah, as he calls him the biggest idiot in the world. Yes. The way he kind of slams him, but he's kind of like still his best friend, or still one of his good friends, you know, because he's there at the end, and yeah. they tell each other their true well, he's feelings. almost through the entire relationship, though, too, yeah, since he is there. his roommate, because, I mean, he's yeah. there when Anna comes over all the time. He's kind of like a comic relief part, like, sometimes when things get a little serious, and Spike will come in in his underwear, or do something, you know, and it'll be like, he just doesn't care. Yeah, uh, what was it, that one, he, like, woke up one day and was wearing, like, a scuba suit? It's because he didn't have any clean clothes. Yeah, and he, or uh, the very beginning of the film, he's trying to find a, a An shirt for the yeah, yeah for the and, and it's like three different yeah. shirts, yeah. that, and they're all, like worse, yeah. or like this, you know. This but he's the one that's the most honest too, because in the you know after the the favorite scene that I recite where she says I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him to love her. And then Hugh, the Hugh Grant character, goes back to his group of friends, and he's like, "And I told her no." And they're they're all like, kind of like, "Oh, it's okay." And then she's kind of mean anyway. Yeah, and then, and then Spike, Spike in. walks in and is just upfront and honest, and he's like, "You're a daft, a daft prick, I believe is yeah, what he calls her." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what he says to him. And then all the, after that, all the friends pretty much side with Spike, and yeah, like, "Yeah, you should, you yeah. made a mistake." They're like, "Yeah, you, we should probably just be honest with him because he's our friend." And then he realizes it without them having to say more. You know, he realizes, you know. Yeah. And I can understand, you know, from his point of view, just the Anna Scott character has hurt him a couple times, you know, treated him pretty badly. And, but you also, at least I did see her side where, the whole, you know, yeah. the sense, the, 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 the fear of trusting someone because being afraid. There is a big uh, event that happens that pretty much puts him in a break. Uh, you know which one I'm talking about? Where her boyfriend shows up? No, not that one. Uh, the she pretty much spends the night with Will. They wake up the next morning to realize oh. that this paparazzi is wanted. Uh, pretty much swarmed Will's house, and yes. she thinks that Will called. Yeah. Uh, or she uh, thinks Spike. She knows yeah, Spike has. Spike or Will called the newspaper just so Will could pretty much have the fame of. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the, you know, there was a couple, many events, yeah, so. the, the things where you're like, I don't like that Anna Scott character. That's the biggest one is because yeah. even no Will's Because like, she was hiding. She was hiding because the pictures had come out of her, the, the nudes or whatever. And the, and so she was, she went to him because she trusted him. And so there you show that where you kind of see her side where she feels like this, you know, breach of trust has happened. Even though Will's but, pretty much saying, I didn't do that didn't at all. Do it, yeah. You should believe and me. And Spike didn't mean to. That's where you feel sorry for the Spike character just because he's kind of like. Still an idiot, but yeah, still he's, an idiot. he's still yeah. He didn't do it. He didn't do it in the way that she thought it was done. You know, he was. He didn't mean to hurt her. But it's just the music. Um, uh, when you say nothing at all. I'm not sure who does the song in the movie, but I love that song, and that song is in the movie. Oh, the Allison Krauss did it on the country album, but I'm not sure who sings it in the movie, but it's called When You Say Nothing At All, and it's a, it's a great song. Is that the one they play when they're in the park together? Yes, okay, in the park. The and then I love it the way it goes on, and it shows them, you know, toward the end of the movie, not to let everybody know what happens when they're together, and, you know, the little bench, and, you know, you know they live probably happily ever after. That's why you have in your mind. Yeah. It's just a nice romantic. I've always loved it. My friend Christina that I work with loves it. We we quote each you know to each other sometimes the quotes from the movie. So. Uh, I trying to think here. One of my favorite. Uh, you were going on about the music. 
Now, one of my favorite scenes is uh, after their big break. It's playing the Ain't No Sunshine when she's gone. Oh, yeah. And it's showing him walking through the seasons. And yes. that, like, one long take. I really liked that part. And, yeah, the music did really seem to fit that because he just seemed depressed the entire time. And he yeah. even talked about it with them. And it showed how the seasons changed, too, because if you notice, there was a lady that was pregnant, and then as he goes through and his song progresses along, too, then she has the baby, she's holding the baby. He's changing outfits as he's walking to the street, and it's snowing, and her... Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a really nice scene, too, because it just shows how long time had passed, and yes, then we do see the baby being pregnant, which I didn't even... I noticed... Because they lingered on it, but I didn't notice that she was pregnant. Right yeah, before. she was pregnant, and then then you see it over time, and then she's holding the baby there at the, toward the end of it. But yeah, it, it, it's it's all I've always just thought it was a good movie for years now, and been one of my favorites. Uh, my uncle Tim also described uh, my mom with my wife as <laughs> as the honey character, which is uh, Will's sister, as because when they first meet. Uh, the sisters pretty much like we're best friends, and that's what yeah. My, tells Anna Scott that we're best, that they're best friends. That is what my mom does to my wife all the time, and yes. when they see each other, they're always saying that we're their best friends. I do, I do tell Samantha, and so we were at my brother's house having dinner, and I kept saying to Samantha that she was my best friend. She was my best friend, and then my brother was like, "There's this movie," and he starts talking about it, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, you're talking about Notting Hill? That's my favorite movie." So it was kind of funny that. It was a movie that he related to and knew about and could remember things. And that's what pretty much caused you to want to watch this today. Besides uh, Gone with the Wind, which we ended up not watching. Yes. But So how do you feel about this movie? How would you rate it towards people who haven't seen it? Yeah. I would. I love it, so I'm going to give it a definite 10 because I love it. I mean, it's not, like I said, it's not like Oscar material, but I think it's a good, if you need just like a romantic comedy... You know, see some love. You're going to have some... You know, it's going to take you through a little bit of range of emotions, I think. Because you're going to get angry at the Anna Scott character with some of the things that she does. But then you're also going to come to understand her a little bit, I think. I mean, you know, it's just one of those movies that I think is a good, you know, rainy day movie to watch. And maybe something that you like to, to see and share. You know, I have to... I'm trying to think. It's not my favorite movie like it is yours. I... I really don't give numbers or letters, but I, I'd say it's pretty uh, a good recommend for a movie to watch, like you said, on a rainy day or just with your significant other. I guess I mean, what, Sam might watch it again or something like that. But yeah, the only thing I didn't really like about it was uh, Julia Roberts' character, just how they wrote her in some parts. Yeah. I mean, quite a bit she pretty much is just downright, yeah. is downright mean for no good reason. I mean, she had a reasoning, but... Mm-hmm. She wouldn't even listen to Will in the sense of when he was trying to kind of argue with her about it and he was telling the truth the entire time and she just kept ignoring it regardless. And then you feel sorry for him, but I think in this scene where she does say the line about, I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy, when he comes, you know, when he tells her beforehand, you know, he says something about her horrible temper, you know, and, and lets her know how that he's, you know, how she's treated him and how yeah. that he's, you know, doesn't appreciate that. So, I mean... That's even... Uh, another part with that, I didn't mean to cut you off, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But even in that scene, too, she comes to him after their break and she expects him to take her back. Yeah. She doesn't even have, like, the slightest doubt in her mind yeah. that he's going to say no. Yeah. So even there, it just kind of shows that she still I think doesn't... It, yeah, the difference of them. Yeah. I mean, but if you were going to say, I'm sorry. Oh, no. It, it, it is. I mean, there's parts of it where you're like, well, she's 
not a nice person and he should want to be with her. But I think you also see her vulnerability a lot in some of those scenes. Just her facial expressions and her eyes and, you know, just things like that. I don't know. I just always liked it. You know, it may, it won't be, you know, some people will be like, no, I didn't really care for it. But it is one of my favorites. Yeah, even when you were talking about, was it Max and Bella? Yeah, as you were talking about the whole love with them and between the scenes of them being married and her being like crippled, uh, the you know big chase scene at the end, mm-hmm. which I mean a lot of romantic comedies have it when someone's about to leave, he's yeah he picks her up and puts her in the back of the car because he yes. doesn't want to leave her behind. Yes, they so. were going to leave her, and he was like, oh no, they're not. You know, no, we're not, and makes her a part of it. And I I just I love that just because of the love that he has for that. I think so. It's not to me. It's not just the yeah. whole movie about like the Hugh. Hugh Grant and Julia Roberts' characters. It's also the love of the whole group of friends and their love as well. Yeah, because even this, uh, they're having, there's two dinner scenes and then this, the break scene with the friends and then even the second dinner scene, Honey saying that she's going to get married to Spike. Yeah. And everybody was kind of questioning it, but then they're just happy for her at the end because they knew that yeah. Spike would possibly make, you know, would make her happy. Uh, so, well, it's funny that he didn't know that he was the one. Yeah, so she's kind of like, it's you. Yeah, but it's still, yeah, they were all happy for it at the end anyways, but even then, and then, of course, their friend, uh, Bernie, that opened the restaurant, and he was like, nobody's ever came, and they're like, they're still happy, because at least out of the group of friends, he did something successful, because one of them's a stockbroker, but he even says he sucks at it, so. Yeah, but I think it's just, I think, too, you you appreciate the the friendship that they have, and I know I myself would be like, I could hang out with, totally hang out with those people, and see the conversations that they're having and you know the way that they the way they interact with each other is you know it, it it's, envious it's i think gen- and it's, it's like a genuine that, yeah it's uh, a genuine thing it doesn't look it almost doesn't look like a movie it's like these people will probably do hang out with each other even though yeah. you, you know you know yeah, it is for a movie but so that's that's why i like it because even a lot also all have their core because they all kind of crap about each other because yeah uh, before we meet the friends will was telling uh anna that one of the friends is a horrible cook and he's the one cooking for dinner that night yeah, yeah. And, like he's renowned as the worst cook in our group of friends yeah so they still joke and talk crap about each other but they still have that whole like loving yeah relationship. they can always count on each other yeah. kind of thing yeah and they're always there because yeah. even when when they're the whole chase scene uh they find out where anna is at and will can't get into her because it's like blocked off and of course, one of the friends pretty much throws themselves under the bus so we can get in there. Yeah. So they do. Also, one of them stops traffic and things like that. So they're pretty much trying to help him out in the situation, doing things that could possibly. I mean, I know it's a romantic comedy, so we wouldn't see that, but you know, getting them arrested or something like that, just to yeah. help their friend out that you know, yeah, particular way. So yeah, I do. I like the friend characters. I like Will's character. He seems pretty genuine. I mean, he. Yeah. Even though he talks bad about himself in certain scenes, but he still seems. Yeah. And when was the movie made? 1990-something? 1999. Okay, so that's probably around the time that Hugh Grant was a big romantic lead and Julia Roberts was really at her probably, you know, most popular time, too, when yeah. the movie came out. Because Hugh Grant was like a love, you know, the leading man kind of in those love romantic kind of movies, too. But I just always thought that was interesting. I thought it was a really good movie. I mean, I've seen... Not, not to... Yeah, you can say anything back because it is your, one of your favorite movies. But I have seen good, like better romantic comedies, but I've also seen well, yes. that worth. So I think it fits really good there in the middle. But yeah, I would recommend it. Still, but everybody has their their yeah. movies that not everyone understands. Yeah, yeah not, not everyone understands why exactly they like it. You know, 
and I can, you know, I can look at it and say, well, I could see why some people maybe not think it's the greatest movie, but for some reason it struck something in me, and I've always liked it, and I've always liked the, the music in it. As you know, I start singing the She Song, even though I can't sing every yeah. time, <laughs> all yeah, the time. you were... Um, my mom actually works with Luke, and that's how me and him started hanging out. Hey, but, Luke. Yeah, but mom will start uh, singing that to Luke, or the entire area where she works at, yes. and her office space. She will start singing that, and then, as you said, and Christina and I will quote back and forth because we love it, and is, we will send each other little, you know, things on Facebook, little instant messages, or you know, even stuff on like Snapchat and stuff where we've, we've we're watching it or if we've seen something that reminds us of it because. We just love that movie. She loves it too. So. so since mom's a huge, I'm gonna put her on the spot here, but since she's a huge kind of romantic comedy, so do you like this movie better than Grease? Because you say Grease is one of your favorite movies, also. Um, Grease is I consider it more of a musical. But it's still it's a romantic comedy. Uh, it's yeah. like a romantic comedy musical. I don't know. To me, it's almost different. But I I do like Grease. You know, the Grease has got, of course, it's got the music. I like I like good music in a movie because I think that helps keep you. Entertained. entertained in the movie, you know. Um, I like Grease too. Well, you had Grease pick. as well, not Grease too. I didn't think Grease too was a very good movie, <laughs> but I do like Grease so you, as well. So you're saying, so would you say Notting Hill's better than Grease, or you say Grease is better than Notting Hill? You gotta pick one since they're technically both romantic comedies because there is a bunch of jokes in Grease and it also is a romance story. But yes, it has a musical oh, aspect. Oh my to goodness, it. So that would be pick, a hard one between both. That's why I'm putting you on the spot for this one. Oh gosh, I, I'm gonna say if, yeah, I'm gonna have to probably go with Notting Hill if it's something where I want to watch like a romance and be like in my pajamas with like some ice cream sitting in the bed watching a, just a rom com. I'm gonna pick Notting Hill over Grease. Okay. If I want to dance around the house and be silly, I'd probably pick Grease. But Notting Hill is my my all time favorite between the both of them, between the two of those. Yes. Okay. Well, you heard it there. My mom thinks Notting Hill is way better than Greece. For a rom-com when you're in your pajamas. So, in a certain situation, Notting Hill is better than Greece. Yes. Eating ice cream, you know, just wanting to, like, feel love and all that stuff. You're going to, for me, my pick between the two would be Notting Hill. Because I'm going to sing along as I'm eating ice cream and just be like, oh, he loves her. (laughs) All right. Well, do you want to do the outro with me as well, or no? The what? The outro, where I give a fun fact about the film and anything else, or how do you feel? I know you're, uh, my mom, this is actually my first podcast with my mom, yes. and she's she hasn't really prepared for it, so she's very nervous, so. That's right. I have tended to, to drag all my sentences pretty long. Um, <laughs> so, I'll just sit here while you do your thing. All right. Well, before I cut it out to go to the outro, thank you so much for, you know, coming on this show with me. Oh, you're welcome. I know you've been thinking about it for a while now. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much. Do you have any last words to say before? Nope. Watch Notting Hill. And hey, Luke. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll meet you guys in the outro to finish out today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Slasher Supreme. Please like, share, favorite, subscribe, thumbs up, or whatever you have to do to let me know you're out there listening. If there's a certain video game or movie you'd like me to review, please leave me a voice message here on Anchor, the Facebook page, or the Instagram page. If you do not follow me on Facebook and Instagram, just look up Slasher Supreme Podcast and you will find me to stay up to date on everything going on with the show. 
Today's movie fun fact for Notting Hill is that uh, the dinner scene with Julia Roberts when she's talking to, I think it's Bernie, he's asking her how much she made on her last film, and she says $15 million. That is actually how much Julia Roberts made for playing in Notting Hill. So there's like a little bit of a fun fact for you. Also, the, when the, I think the screenwriter and director pretty much wrote the role for Julia Roberts, even though she wasn't casted, but as soon as she seen the script, she knew she had to be a part of it, so... I mean, I was pretty lucky right, right there. I mean, what would they have done if they couldn't get Julia Roberts for the part? So there's another little bit of fun fact for you. So, the keep up yet again with what's going on the rest of this week. Two days from now, or yeah, two days from now on Saturday, well, probably Sunday morning, uh, me and Luke will possibly have an episode, another episode out, but this time it'll, yet again, not be a horror-themed episode. It will be over Commando with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hopefully we have a ton to talk about with that. We both love that film, so we're both excited to pretty much let off some steam. Man, I picked a horrible, horrible quote for that one. But anyways, yes, that'll be the next film we uh, talk about on this show. After that, I think, is when Once Upon a Time in Hollywood comes out, so that'll be the next review. And then from there, it'll be our big The Evil Dead remake and a Serbian film. So once we do go back into horror, we will be hitting it pretty much as hard as possible, going into the extreme film and then the remake of The Evil Dead. So a huge, bloody, gory episode scheduled for that one. So I'm super excited for it, and I will see you guys on the next episode of Slasher Supreme. See you then.